What's up, boxing fans? This is Sides of Boxing with your host, JJ Sermon. In this podcast, JJ gives an in-depth analysis of nearly every fight, from undercards to main events. Now, let's get into the ring. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sides of Boxing. I am your host, JJ Sermon, and on today's episode, we are going to get into the Charlo's dominating performance Uh, this past weekend and how they did it because this was the biggest test of their careers and they stepped up to the occasion so let's get straight into it first things first i just want to get into some notable mentions which are just some boxers who did pretty good this weekend as well josh taylor ended up getting him a easy win Uh, so now he set himself up to fight jose ramirez for the undisputed unification fight um another person uh luis neray uh, he got a unanimous decision win against Aaron Alameda. And this was a very entertaining fight. Um, another fighter, Daniel Ramon, and he got a unanimous decision win against uh, Juan Carlos Piñana. And this was a close fight, but, I mean, they gave it to Daniel Ramon, and that's all I can say about that one. So I just want to point him out. Brandon Figueroa, he got a TKO in the 10th round against Damian Vasquez. And then John um, Riel Casimero, he got a TKO win in the third round, which was definitely dominating, and he's definitely going to get a better fight after this. Um, that's mainly all the fights. Oh, yeah, and uh, a Breedis one as, as well for the, um, the World Boxing Super Series, which is a big win, so shout-out to him as well. And now I'm going to get into the main event fight. The first fight I want to talk about is with Jamal Charlo, versus Sergey Devrachenko. The first main event fight that happened was with Jamal Charlo versus Sergey Devrachenko. And Jamal Charlo came into this fight with 30 wins, zero losses, and 22 KOs. He's undefeated in his campaign. Versus Sergey Devrachenko, who came into this fight with 13 wins, two losses, then 10 KOs, and this was in the middleweight division, which is a 160-pound division. It was a 12-round fight, and it was for Jamal Charlo's WBC uh, belt. So to talk about what happened before this fight actually happened, uh, a lot of people were still expecting Jamal to win. Um, however, there were people who definitely um, doubted both of the Charlos, but even Jamal, because they felt like um, this would be a definitely jamal's toughest uh fight in at 160 so this is definitely a big test and jamal rise to the occasion so when this fight started um jamal was definitely showing some good feints he was doing a good job at um, keeping the distance and he was throwing his jabs um they was definitely like trying to under, like see how each other was moving in the first round is a pretty slow first round um but I thought Charlo boxed a little bit better in that. As the rounds went on, like second round, uh, Charlo pretty much was just commanding it with the jab. He was doing a very good job with his jab. And he just kept it going. And then um, even when Dervichenko would throw like or uh, faint and try to throw his punches or combinations, um, it wasn't landing as clean. J- Jamal was always stepping out of range. like And, and it was just a very... Um, technical fight but it was surprising from Jamal because um it was a definitely a fight in which 
like my friend talked about it, where his defense was so good. Like Jamal did a definitely good job with his defense against Sergey Devichenko because against GTG, Devichenko went straight at him, and then he ended up like putting his offense into full gear. And even when against Jacobs, he had moments where he was doing it. And so in this fight, you never really seen Sergey Devichenko like get into a rhythm because he, if he did win one or two rounds, that was about it before Jamal got back in his rhythm and controlled the pace and had that ring generalship. So that's how this fight went, man. It went pretty much like that most of the fight, man. Jamal was trying to land some strong punches. And when he did, it seemed like at times it did kind of stumble uh, Dervichenko. But, however, he just held on and he had a strong chin and he kept moving forward. And he kept trying to um, kept trying to do as much as he could to put the pressure on Jamal. And even in the 12th round, like, that was, I think, Sergey Dervichenko's best round because he just, like, upped the ante and really tried to get a knockout, which he didn't get because Jamal was exchanging as well and doing his best job to just stay in the fight. And then uh, when the fight was over with, um, they gave it to uh, Jamal Charlo. They gave it a pretty um, decisive, unanimous decision win. And even uh, Jamal, he was smiling. He was happy. He was like, man, this was a war. And it really felt good to see him uh, step up to the occasion and set the tone for this night. Because this fight was definitely... um, like I said, a very, very, seemed like a very close fight um, leading up to the actual fight happening. So the fact that he literally separated himself from Sergey Devrachenko and did the best performance against him out of the other two champions at 160, man, it says a lot. Uh, or not, who was at 160 when Daniel Jacobs was a 160-pound uh, champ. But it just says a lot about um, Jamal and his game. And I look forward to who he fights next. Hopefully... Um, it's Demetrius Andre, but it, we'll see how it goes, man. Hopefully it's Canelo as well, man. Hopefully it's just one of them top guys, GGG, at, that has a belt so we can get a unification. That's all I'm looking forward to because Jamal proved that he's ready for it. I mean, he been proved it, but, like, this was even more convincing why he should get a unification fight and these guys need to step in the ring with him. And he needs to step in the ring with those guys because I don't want to make it seem like they don't want to be in there with him. I feel like it comes on both sides. They both need to come to agreement and get them fights started. So that's all I have to say about that. Now let's get into the second main event fight, which is with Jermail Charlo versus Jason Rosario. Jermail Charlo came into this fight with 33 wins. 17 KOs versus Jason Rosario, who came into this fight with 20 wins, one loss, and one draw with 14 KOs. And this was in the junior middleweight division. Uh, it was a 12-round fight. The junior middleweight division is a 154-pound division. And this was for as a unification fight. It was for Jamel Charlo's WBC belt, as well as Jason Rosario's WBA and IBF. And also the Ring Magazine belt was on the line as well. So... That means whoever was going to win was going to have a lot of belts to take home. And we found out quickly who that fight, who was going to take those belts home based on how that first round went. So one thing that happened already in the first round was uh, Charlo, he started, uh, he did one thing that he should have been doing, I feel like more, but 
honestly, he did a very good performance overall. I'm not even going to critique it too bad because or too much because, I mean, he he did exactly what I know his corner told him to do. He did exactly to the game plan, and he perfected it. So what he did, I mean, in the beginning of the round, he did a jab to the body. Ironically, that's how he won the fight at the end. Um, but uh, Rosario was stalking uh, Charlo a lot throughout this fight. Um, and then eventually, um, Charlo ended up catching Rosario in the first round. Um, and then he rushed, and then he rushed at Rosario once he saw that he was a little hurt because he was he was trying to punch him with punches with conviction, Charlo in the first round. And he rushed him, and then he put him down um, in the first round. And then after that, like Rosario got up, even though he looked a little, little a little gazed, but he seemed like he was all right. Um, but then um, second round came, third round came, Rosario put the pressure on. But one thing that was evident about Jamel Charlo was that he was keeping, uh, he was definitely keeping uh, his composure and he was very patient. He wasn't throwing a lot of punches, wasted punches. He was looking for punches with conviction. He was throwing some punches with, with so much power in it to knock him out. And that's what he was um, getting uh, eventually. So um, another thing that happened was, um, in two through five, I felt like Rosario did more of the work in those rounds and he was bringing more of the pressure, throwing more punches. Um, but when round six came, Jamel got right back to it and, and then he hit Rosario, um, at the head upstairs with the left hand and then the left and the right, it shook up Rosario and then he put him down on a knee. And that was like at the end of round six. And actually, Rosario was actually winning most of that, that round in round six up until that knockdown. So it technically made it a 10-8 round automatically with that knockdown. And then in round seven, Rosario tried to bounce back. And he did an okay job. Um, but it just still, you just felt like something was going to happen. And right when round eight started, man, Jarlo, Charlo Jamel did a jab upstairs, like at his head, then a jab to the body. And then Rosario just went straight down. And then he was, like, gasping. Like, you know, when somebody, uh, like, was in the water and they almost drowned. And then they get out the water and they, like, trying to help them, like, breathe. Like, CPR type of thing. Like, and they trying to gas. That's what happened to Rosario. Like, with the jab that I didn't see coming. Nobody seen it coming. Because it was so, it didn't seem like the jab had much, like, power in it. But it did enough damage to where it made Rosario lose his breath like badly and Rosario could not get up man and that was it and I was like oh my gosh and then he ended up being fine he ended up getting up and then once I saw that I was just like Jamel really has three belts like he really in the ring magazine belt so I'm like yo he really just became the real legit uh owner of the 154 pound division and I don't really see anybody who can Beat him right now, man. That Tony Harrison loss really made him step up his game. They unlocked the real line out of Jamel Charlo. And now he is a unified champion. Him and Earl Spence with the same trainer, Derrick James, man. Setting history, man. And doing a fantastic job. Um, and I just was like, man, this is a huge deal, man. Jamel really has three belts, three world belts. And he's definitely, at this point, you can consider him a pound-for-pound pound fighter, man. Like, I already felt like he was up there, but this definitely puts him 
easily in the top ten, pushing top five, like and if not more, because he he's doing everything that he needs to do, and he's beating quality opponents and knocking them out with with conviction and knocking them out with spectacular knockouts. So it's like, what more can you ask, man? What more can you ask? He's doing everything you need him to do, and he has three belts, man. Like it's just. He just, he's just, he's that guy, man. So that's all I have to say about this fight. I'm really looking forward to who Jamel fights next. I hope he can unify, but don't, I mean, not unify, but be undisputed, really, and get that last belt. Uh, but we'll see if that happens because uh, Patrick Deshera is with Golden Boy, and Jamel does not get along with Golden Boy anymore. So. Yeah, we'll see if that fight can happen. But if not, you know, you got Erickson Lubin who wants that rematch. And he's a mandatory, so we may see that fight. But we're going to stay tuned because the Charlos, they're here to stay. And they've been here to stay. And they just definitely made their presence known even more uh, with this doubleheader and a spectacular evening that definitely put them to another level with the cars with regards to boxing and this concludes this episode of size of boxing i want to thank each and every one of you for listening all the way to the end be sure to like subscribe and leave a positive rating and tell a friend to tell a friend of their boxing fans because i'm going to continue to give out great content each and every week so be on the lookout for the next fights that's happening you know i'm going to be right there to cover it so god bless